Yeah. Truckers <laughs> They're just going to go needs. back to killing people if right. you don't let yeah. them get laid. <laughs> They're just going to murder. I mean, there's a aspect. And that's that's the human trafficking movie we need is the trucker ones. What's that? Are we recording? Yeah. This is the Bill Squire Show. Oh, hi. <laughs> <laughs> hey, welcome to the Bill Squire Show. I mean? just thought it'd be a good way to start. It's like, hey, I was truck, just going to read you my credit card numbers. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah. Uh, welcome to the Bill Squire Show. We've got a very special guest with us. Uh, first, let's say hi to Pants. I am not a fucking cop. And then uh, Kyle Kinane's sitting in. He's our Tommy this week. I'm Tommy. Yeah, Tommy's the girl Tommy's with the, the the big tits, and uh, now I'm the only one with the big tits on the show. All right. Well, yeah. I'll look at yours then. All right. They're pretty good. Tommy. Tommy's <laughs> off in Iceland, um, hanging out with friends and doing content. So. Yeah. Yeah. She's gonna have sex on a volcano with Santa Claus. I she's, believe. Yeah, Is that what happens there? She's pegging Cornelius from the North Pole. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, better than the ice the vodka luge, I guess. Yeah, it's it's we're all behind it. And we support her endeavors. And is there anything more disappointing or like the the hype around like a vodka luge is really not worth like it's it's not that exciting. Je, it, yeah, drinking tomfoolery yeah. like like so I was having lunch and there's a, a Super Mario pub crawl yeah. happening. And I'm trying to be less judgmental about how people want to have fun. Like mm-hmm. it doesn't. It's, yeah, it's a bar area, but I was like, yeah. I, my last 25 years of my life has been a pub crawl. I don't need a Halloween costume, <laughs> right? To, in July to go get when, bombed out with strangers. It's like because then you also have the added part of it. Like you're gonna lose parts of your costume along the way. Yeah. Like if if you're doing it right, if you don't, if you look the same at the end of a pub crawl. When you're dressed up like Mario or Peach or something, yeah. then you didn't have fun. You didn't do a good job. If you're doing it right, yeah. you're not on a Super Mario-themed pub crawl. You just put on a Super Mario outfit to get shit-faced in the middle of the day by yourself. It's there you Tuesday. go. That's yeah. what I would call doing yeah. it right. <laughs> now, I wonder if they uh, <laughs> if they drove and if it's going to be like Mario Kart after. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just people crashing into each other. Red shells mean DUI. Yeah, cars flipped over and the cop pulled up, but the <laughs> costume's on. He's like, well, well, I mean, there's turtle shells yeah, all over the place. Yeah. You got blue shell, motherfucker. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Nothing you can do about it. Yeah, drinking drinking apparatus, and I'm a purist about degenerate behavior. I never needed activities to surround. I could just go do the thing. Yeah. It, like, occupied myself. Like, that's always been fascinating enough to me. I've done, yeah, like, I've done a beer bong once, I think, and I was like, I was going to have this pretty quick. <laughs> Anyway, now, yeah, I, now I just don't feel good. Yeah, now right. I'm, I'm burping well, even more yeah, yeah. immediately. And now, like, I keep seeing, like, there's, like, a, like, they've marketed it, and they, they've turned, like, there, there's a thing that you can put on a can to make it easier to shotgun beers. It's like a little spout that you yeah. pop in there. And I'm like, man, I think that defeats the purpose of. You got to earn it a little bit. Being, like, like, we don't need to, that to be that easy. Someone what? needs to cut their thumb open. Yeah. Like stitches wise, but doesn't get them for yeah till the next day. That's, that's the, what you need to do. That's that's the way you're supposed to do. Why did it take beer companies so long to realize we could make it even faster for them to consume our product? Right, like, and also that, that's like a newer thing. The, the wide mouths. Just I the, remember when wide mouths. Wide mouths, and then a, the additional like notch that made it easier to shotgun like a Pabst or whatever. Yeah. Oh, well, put, putting a dent in it. Yeah. yeah. And remember, like when they just were going straight gimmicky in the two thousands, where they're like the Vortex bottle on the Miller Light and the Blue Mountains on the Coors Light, and they're Blue just, Mountains are still going. Is that still going? That's I, still. I don't drink a lot of Coors Light. They though. kept it. It's still the same. Yeah, they, they still turn blue when it's cold. It's blue when it's cold. All right. I, I mean, I guess I respect the, like, how much money would they save if they didn't? I think it. Probably, I think they can't retool the machinery. Like, <laughs> we, got, we bought the hypercolor machinery, yeah, yeah, so. and it costs us too much to retrofit yeah. back to the other stuff. So <laughs> we got that Blue Mountain thing still going. <laughs> no, I think it, I think it worked. It was so stupid, it became a marketing boon. For I will give like like the Blue Mountains is way better than the Vortex bottle. Do you remember the Vortex bottle on the Miller yeah. Light? Like I think that was only around for like a year or two, uh, but it was like it was before Miller Light went back to the more. It was that. God awful, like 
blue label that they had. Oh, and, it, yeah. like and then there's like little spirals as if it's going to make any difference when you're drinking a beer. Yeah, I think they, it's just like, well, this is shit beer. Yeah. The recipe's not going to change. Yeah. We had ladies selling it mm-hmm. for a while. And like, okay, that and then the the gimmicks like it's shit beer. How are you gonna stand out just being shit? And I say that with all due respect, with my yeah, yeah. full full heart. Yeah, I love all the shit beers. Yes, uh, but yeah, what are you gonna do? You gotta re- resort to clown tactics to get people on board. I'll try a I'll try a twirly bottle. Give me your top th- for once. what's your top three? Like, can, do you you got your go-tos? of what trash I'm drinking? Of, of trash beers, like light beers. Like I'm usually I'm usually a Coors Lights or a High Life guy. Yeah, and, and light light beers. All right. Your Bud Lights, your Miller Lights. You know what I can't stand is when they like you're at a baseball game and it's the bot, it's the can that's shaped like a bottle. What an unnecessary, oh, what yeah. an unnecessary thing to do that feels it feels dumb to hold it. And it's, it's, yeah, and then you have a cap you have to deal with. Yeah, it feels like a stupid. That's yeah. a, that's where I'm like, this is unnecessary. I would yeah. never buy it in a store. No, I'm upset by their presence. It's one of those things where like I think I bought those just because it was all they had. But it's okay, like sure. it's not anything that I've ever like. Well, I got this screw on cap now. I can yeah have a little save, save for some for later. Yeah, yeah. I, I probably won't finish <laughs> yeah. sixteen ounces of MGD. Yeah, hang, well, hang on to it. That is the most moronic thing because beer companies clearly they just want you to drink as much as possible. Why would mm-hmm. they give you a reason to drink it slower? Yeah. I do. Uh, we we have for our radio station. We have a buzzard brew right now, and mm-hmm. I think there's one in the fridge. I'll I'll give you the, that because even just the cans, fucking cool and stuff. Okay. And, I mean, it's it's a it's a pretty standard. Like, uh, I think it's a pilsner. Just like it's you know it's, it's whatever. <laughs> Who cares exactly? But it's a beer that you, that tastes good. Can I see my hand through the glass if I'm drinking it? That's my requirement. There you go. I want to be able to see my hand through. Yes, the you, glass. you 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 can you can. It's that type of beer, but it's a but it's a cool can, and you know it's got the the buzzard logo and shit on there, so it's a, a nice little throwback uh, to a legendary station. It so. is a good looking can, even though I don't drink beer. But it yeah. is a, you're not a beer guy. I'm a I'm a big seltzer guy. He's like overly like, big huge, seltzer. Guy. Like I don't even like it that much. I just like to have some drinks, and it's like the least of all evils to me. <laughs> Bless you. Like I'm the so more. allergic to you being such a huge pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I, only, I was only making the sneeze worthwhile. Yeah. I, well, I, I, I love seltzers myself. I was like, I'm gonna it, it lean is into a the hilarious the time gag. where now, like, if someone's drinking a Bud Light, they're like, and they're drinking a White Claw. Yeah. Like, oh, look at the look at the gay guy over there with the Bud Light while I'm drinking a White Claw. Yeah, give me my high noons. Yeah, yeah. The the more it looks like feminine hygiene packaging, the more I'm likely to like it. <laughs> both both for fucking seltzers and energy drinks. Like, yeah. that's my rule of thumb. But yeah, I just can't fucking house brown liquor from like 4 p.m. the last No, call. no, I I have a time frame. If I start drinking beer in like during the day, I'm 6 p.m. Yeah, I'm toast. Yeah, there's no there's no nighttime. There's no nighttime to that adventure anymore. There's which thank God, it's yeah. like a automatic shutoff, you know, like I've oh, never, nothing good's going to yeah. happen. Put them down. Yeah, I've never had the stamina even in my 20s when you're a shithead and you're you're never gonna die. Just like if I started drinking at one p.m. and did shithead stuff, it's like yeah. didn't make it to dinner. Like just snoozing. That's one of my favorite things though. Is it's like a day drinking, then go home, and just sleep for fourteen hours. Like I love I love that. I mean, that's it's, like a vacation. It's a horrible thing. horrible way that to live is. your life. But come on, I mean, like when you go to, when you get home at eight o'clock and you're like, all right, I'm gonna sleep till ten o'clock tomorrow. This is gonna be just fine. If you can do that after drinking, yeah. I think your body's trying to die. Yeah, I don't I, think that's I, like I, I, uh, fifteen hours means a coma. Well, <laughs> okay, not this I'll time. I'll set my alarm for thirteen and a half, and that way, you know, I just treat myself like the worst version of Wolverine, where like where our body just needs to recuperate. And recover. <laughs> it's like takes sixteen hours and a gallon of Gatorade. Oh, we got Pedialyte in the house on it, dude. Pedialyte, Pedialyte on hand. I don't like that. It's like Pedialyte. I don't want to get too attached to it because I'll go get it, and I, which is like the longest walk down the infant aisle at Target to get Pedialyte when you're me. Mm. And then, but they that, sell it at the liquor store, you know. I don't. I'm, I'm, I mean, a liquor I store. I mean, just, just put it. <laughs> liquor store put it, it that, I have no idea. Put it on I Amazon, and they'll they'll send you a new uh, case every month. But like, that's like so. Like I got an IV once. Like they have IV delivery in Cleveland, and I was like. I just fell off. I didn't feel hungover. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to need to go to the hospital. So then 
I got an IV delivered to my house, and within three hours, there was a stranger putting needles into my hand and stuff. How much does that cost? Because that sounds awesome. The cost of not having a hangover is $279 plus gratuity. Okay, yeah. Like, here's how much of an asshole I am. This lady walks in my house. I'm, like, just pale, and I'm, like, you know, I'm, like, close to death. So then, like, she literally is, like, about to put the the pin in my hand, and I just go, are you, like, registered to, to, like, do any of this? And she goes, oh, yeah, I'm an RN. She's like, I I do this on the side. And then she put the needle in the completely wrong way, and I like to think I'm a little (laughs) tough, and I go, that hurts so bad. She goes, oh, dude, I'm sorry. She said, dude. (laughs) She pulls it out. She was also hungover. There's there's just blood on my counter. And and then so she puts it in the right way, and then I was like looking up at the IV, the banana bag, and I go, so like, what's in here? I was like, what kind of stuff's entering my body? It could be Windex. Yeah, I don't know. And she's like, it's. She listed a bunch of things that sounded official, and I was just kind of like. And then five minutes later, I felt completely normal again. Like that's worth every I, penny. Oof. I don't know if I can, but but that sounds. Wonderful. I mean, that's what I don't. But again, don't I don't want to every week have that become the crutch. Yeah. Like I don't want to get that deep into being a scumbag. Yeah, I like want to be that. Be twelve shots. In I'm your also ass not that wealthy week. to be able to afford that. That's what weekend. I. That like this is the first time I've actually wanted to get that wealthy. Like, like I, we were talking about earlier, like going on Zillow and looking at houses yeah. and and you know like the the middle aged man porn now where you're like oh, I don't I don't care about tits. I want to look at a well crafted yeah. lawn. Yeah. Uh, and that that's actually something where it's like, oh, I could just go out there, drink, be a degenerate, get magic juice pumped into my veins, and be better. Yeah, sign me up. I'll, I mean, like I'll Vegas, they have them in every hotel. Yeah, Vegas, well, they have that. They have the, the oxygen. When I did Drunk History, they have you have to have a nurse on any kind of movie set or TV set, and they had, uh, they would they, like after I got you know loaded. <laughs> They did the oxygen. They didn't do an IV, but the oxygen that worked. Helps. Yeah, it worked. Because really? I woke up the next day, I drank a bottle of tequila. Oh, I remember the episode. Yeah, okay, yeah, remember, remember. <laughs> but I woke up the next day, and I was I was dumb as shit, but I wasn't like in pain. I yeah. didn't feel sick. What I did felt, they just feed you, like a mask? Like in the nose, the kind of thing mm-hmm. in the nose. And then I remember walking around my apartment, like I didn't remember what it. I was just mm-hmm. like. Something happened in here last night because I taped it in my apartment. I have no idea how the science on that works. Yes, well, it's oxygen. That's oxygen. That's it's just shocking. You're giving yourself oxygen, just like I mean, like hydrating. What shocking that it doesn't <laughs> that, have science. Yeah, I, was, I, was, I always go to pants for all my science. I was about to say shocker. That I don't. I don't understand how that works. But uh, honest, is that you getting drunk on drunk history? Is that like a top ten most drunk you've ever been? Because you literally had to have the producer of the show hold you up to take a piss. Which was one it's of the funniest really, things I've ever seen you do, and we know I'm a, ha- a fan of yours, but when you're just looking at the ceiling yelling, it's not even 9 o'clock yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's scary, too, is like, so I was blackout drunk. I didn't get to see it before it was on TV. Oh, just like, oh I'm just going to watch how I behave <laughs> along with the rest of the viewing public. <laughs> and so that was a little nerve-wracking. That would mortify. Yeah, I was like, me. I didn't. Did you cut out anything? Did I say something that couldn't make the air? I'm like, no, it's just you the whole way. I'm like, well, it's not flattering, but at least I'm. Oh no, it was. It was <laughs> as bad as that. maybe it could have been. As a man that's crashed and burned many a nights myself, yeah. that was a very hilarious uh, drunk run you had. I really well, thought. I'm a, like, I got to turn up the heat for yeah. this show. So I was like, I'm gonna be a fucking psycho. Yeah, you know, oh, I love that. it. And it, you know. There's moments like that where it can go really wrong or it can go really right. And I think that overall went, I mean, I asked pretty like, great. Yeah, I'm like, did you ever tape any of these that, that you just can't use? And I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah what yeah, is it just where someone just passes out like halfway or through? It's it just or... it doesn't look fun. It looks more like sad. Like, like yeah. say, which I'm like, well, then what was I? <laughs> that like, wasn't sad. <laughs> like that, that was the the right kind of the funny sad. There's yeah, enough yeah, Midwestern sad. fans of the show that yeah. were, they were like, "Yes, this is I can this resonates." You're with laughably me. tragic, Kyle. Yeah. It's okay yeah. when things don't go right for you. Yeah, okay, people are rooting against you, so this is great. Yeah, you you handle it well. You, you handle failure with grace. It's one thing. It's one thing to have to send the "What did I do last night?" text, and it's another thing to be like, "So when does this air? Yeah. Mm-hmm. When I see what I did." Here's a, here's four yeah. K resolution. On a five camera shoot of what you did last yeah. night. <laughs> oh, what a brilliant show! show. Business. It was. It was sad. It's gone. Yeah. 
just a, did such a, good a thing. silly like fun premise and just so so fun to just like it's one of the first like internet shows that I was excited for every like I'm like watching yeah and that's like, how it started it was internet yeah. clips funny guy picked yeah. it up yeah funny and then it got picked up and yeah really uh, a moment in time the the beginning of the comedy renaissance the internet comedy <laughs> uh, renaissance <laughs> remember it wasn't just pranksters it was people yeah. still trying to make a real thing like, Dude, I wrote a script for this three minute sketch and yeah. you got people and you got lighting and now it's just like. Uh, I'm gonna throw a laundry basket at a guy in Target and act <laughs> like I didn't. Right. Well, I mean, crowd work was invented in 2021 so. by Matt Reif. Yeah, Listen, it's a thing. It can be done well by a few people, but the <laughs> prevalence of it is. Uh, well, I, real, well, your your bit about side. it about crowd work, like, uh, was it early last year or something? You you did a really funny bit about it. And posted it on uh, I've TikTok taken a and few stuff. shots, yeah. yeah. But it's uh, but very, don't worry, very I'm not going to ask what anyone does for a living in the yeah, front no, row. Yeah. I don't want to know. I can't even look. At, I can't make eye contact with people in the front. I mean, <laughs> I either look. I'll if I if looking at people in front. It's because I just looked at the stage lights, so I can blind myself. Yeah. Because no matter what, no matter how good a show's going, I'm going to look at the one guy that's not having fun, and, and I'm then. Gonna, and if I try to talk to him, I'm just going to get mean. Like, well, what's your fucking problem? Like, yeah. That's bad crowd work. Yeah. I'm just angry at the guy. I'm like, well. Why are your arms crossed, you piece of shit? Yeah, everything unraveled yeah. because I thought I could look at people in yeah. the front row. The fan of hardcore in me would love to see that. Like, I would, <laughs> that I'd be like, I'm, this is entertaining to me. But I get it. Well, that, early on, I was, I was so sensitive to anything going on in the audience because I didn't, like... I didn't start in like rowdy road rooms. I started in Chicago and then uh, like L.A. So I didn't work the road and do these like saloons. Mm -hmm. So anytime I'm like, well, what are we talking about over there? And somebody's like, I'm just ordering a drink. I'm yeah, like, all right, sorry. Right. I need to calm down. What's your deal? White socks, t-shirt yeah. back there. I, I'm so used to rooms like that. Like the other night, I was doing just like a Thursday bar show, and like I'm so. I'm dreading it. I'm like, I hate doing this. I yeah. don't want to do this. I go there, and then I get up there, and like, then muscle memory kicks in, and I'm just like, Hey, buddy, I'm fun. And they're like, yeah. He is fun. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I gotcha. Still now <laughs> I'm gonna get you with these jokes, and then I'm gonna try these jokes that I know aren't gonna work, and then close with some jokes that I know will work. But in the middle, that's what I really wanted to work, <laughs> and it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> trying to trying to put one over on the people in the suburbs and make them think uh, that. You know, outside the box a little bit, and they go, "Ah, we caught you!" And I'm like, "Ah, oh, you did, you did." No yeah. thanks. I almost got you. We like the box. Yeah, we're happy in the box. The box is safe. Yeah, box is great. Box is bizarre. The only time I was at the funny stop was when you played it. Yeah. Which, speaking of like suburban, out there comedy clubs. Yeah, but that's at least still a club. I'm talking about like this is a oh, room just bars. This is like a bar Ugh. with a the majority of the room is the big U, like U shaped bar. With people with their backs to you, mm. and then like booths on the side, like it's not set up for a comedy at all. But I need to run this half hour, hour that I'm doing, uh, to try and just get some reps in. And uh, you know, it was easy enough to do. I didn't have to promote it all. So I'm like, fuck yeah, I'll show up. I don't think people realize like that, like the kind of cockroach-like mentality that comedy promoters have at some point, like where it's like, I, this this room will be good for comedy. Yeah. I can put comedy in this room. And they're like, but it's not. It's yeah. not good for comedy. It's, it's not good to it. get all these people to pay attention mm -hmm. respectfully. You just saw a PA system or yeah. a corner of an empty bar. Like, yeah. uh, and <laughs> the best it's part not of this one, all good for comedy. This this is a bar that was set up. The, the dartboards were lit up perfectly. Yeah, like they had they had lights around them that were like so. If you're playing darts, everything looks perfect. I had a one single light that was just changing colors on my face the whole time, and I'm just like, the, the, I shouldn't be doing gigs like this, but I'm just I, again, I just need to run the time. Every, yeah, and it's yeah. like, all right, I'll build up my calluses. But like everybody's yeah. done the gig where you walk in. And it's a sports bar, yeah. and it's a game that everybody's there to watch the game, and it's on every TV, mm -hmm. and it feels like you're getting drunk in a Best Buy. That's how many TVs are. <laughs> they're like, all right, everybody, we're going to start the comedy, and all the TVs turn off. We're like, what the, the f God damn it. All right, give a round of applause for your host. Like, this was a bad idea from top to bottom. Or restaurants where people don't know there's a comedy. Oh, club. yeah. Uh, I love like it. <laughs> Comedy's about to happen to you, whether you like it or not. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Please be quiet when you're having dinner with your family. <laughs> right. 
And then my, but I want to challenge your belief system. <laughs> in, in those situations, I do like the comic that will like go after those people. They're like, we're just having dinner. Like yeah. you're trying to ignore this. And then there's a comic like, what the fuck? You just want to come to this is my show. Like and like having that meltdown. It's the like, delusion. Oh, oh yeah. Um, I it still, is a great social I enjoy experiment. watching that. Yeah, it is. I'm done. I don't want to do any more social experiments. I don't want to do comedy shows. <laughs> Pulling up to places like, oh, this is a this is a jet ski bar. This is yeah. a bar on the lake where everybody just jet skis because you can't get a DUI in that yeah. jet ski. I mean, you can, but it's tough to catch it. I remember my first casino gig. I just figured casinos have so many rooms that they would put us in a room, uh, and then they just put us out on the floor, and you mm-hmm. just, people are pulling the playing the games and everything. And I'm just like, it'd be so easy to just put this in the room that I walked past. That it's like a ballroom. We could do it in there and it'd be fantastic. And they're like, no, nah, we got to yeah, put a it on the floor. Quantity yeah. over quality uh, yeah. mentality with a lot of Cause promoters. They, but, well, because I'm only getting yeah hundred dollars to put this show on. Yeah. I got to make rent, so I got to put on ten more shows this week. Yeah. I don't care if they're good. I just need right, that just hundred need bucks for yeah. each of these yeah. shows. Yeah, uh, that was the one. Owning part of a bar has taught me to set boundaries very hard where, like, every day I'm at the bar, someone comes in like, so, like, when are you booking bands? And I just go, we're not. Mm-hmm. We're not doing comedy. We're not doing, we're maybe doing DJs. Other than that, oh, it's Bruce DJ, Springsteen. DJs every- is when you, that's when you fold the karaoke. Uh, well, karaoke is a- when you fold the stand-up. <laughs> I'm just telling you how the dominoes are going to fall. It sounds weird for because I'm such a comedy fan and I'm such an ex-band guy, mm-hmm. but if I walk into a bar... And live entertainment happens in my face, and I wasn't ready for it. I turn around and walk out. It's like a very selfish preference thing. But I was like, when we opened Old Eighty Six, I was like, we're not doing touch tunes, we're not doing bands. I was like, this is a five hundred square foot room, probably not even like yeah, it's, very, no it's not set up for tunes. No, and I'm as guilty as anyone of uh, being a terrorist with that. Um, yeah. Video game, but yeah, that is no. that's the fun part of touch tunes. Is yeah, dude, ruining other people's. It's lives. like watching bartenders' uh, tips dwindle down. Like oh. you get one asshole that just wants to play Enter Sandman fourteen times that's, in a row. I have a joke about like people that want fuck you money. I'm like, it's whatever the play my song next button is. <laughs> However much that option costs, that's the, fuck you jump money. The, yeah, yeah, jump yeah, the line. That's it. Yeah, that is, is a very luxurious. I, yeah. I'm uh, sorry, construction <laughs> workers that needed to hear Pantera right now. I think Whitney Houston wants to dance with somebody. <laughs> that's all. But buck, buck seventy five. That's fuck you money. You got it. You're all right. Walking in Memphis up next because <laughs> oh, I <God>. say so. <laughs> we did me and a mutual of Bill and mine. We spent the back half of COVID at this at High and Dry Bill books there sometimes, yeah. and we would play Walking in Memphis on Touch Tunes so much. It entered the algorithm of the touch tunes, <laughs> so when nothing was playing, it would just come oh, out. No, You'd hear you walking in my, put on my blue suede you shoes. You poisoned the yeah. well. <laughs> and then, like, one of the bartenders DM'd me one night in all caps, and she just goes, it just was a DM I read, is this you? Question mark. And I was like, what did I do? I'm laying in bed. She just goes, all caps, walking in Memphis. And I was like, I'm not even, I go, can you do that from your home? I go, and I, so, so I text yeah. Nick, I go, can you? And he goes, Yes, but that's not me. He goes, we've entered the fucking, we're in the yeah, matrix. You're the yeah. tryout. You, you tronned yourself. <laughs> yeah, we, we tipped 40% for a few weeks to make up for that one. What? Cause... I didn't know that song became one of the most, not, outside of you say like, I think, my girlfriend or something. I hate this goddamn song. It's not a bad song. It's so it? easy to sing, and it's so easy to feel like you're the best person in the world at singing it. It's like a karaoke. Is that what it song. is? All right. It's just, I didn't know that and I think it's one of the hated it's one of no, those I'm songs sure that has Caroline been, level. Yeah, like it's overplayed so much that there's people that either love it or hate it, and nobody's like soft on. I know, but where was it. it overplayed? I feel like I didn't hear it for 15 years. Well, because you now live, people hate you live it. a charmed life. <laughs> <laughs> it is, I think, a parallel thought thing where I think just all at once a bunch of assholes from coast to coast, like I know the song play. Walking in Memphis. They like, wagon wheeled it. Yeah, not yeah. like insane clown posse. Not like bloodhound gang. Walking well, because it's a sleeper. Like no one's gonna get viscerally mad the first few times it happens, but then like it gets in there. So like the bartender that just has to keep hearing the song, they're like, "What the fuck?" I, and that can happen with any song. Well, you that, can ruin I, mean, any that, song I think with that's repetition. like the hazard pay part yeah. of being a bartender. Yeah. Is like, oh well, you're gonna. There's gonna be repeats. Yeah, there's uh, gonna be that. Well, also there's 
there's literally a remote control. Like they can just skip the song. Oh, you can veto it. Yeah. yeah. I was. I've been in more than one green room where it was like a live music venue. Also, and the sign on the stage door going on the stage is like absolutely no wagon wheel. You, <laughs> we will shut the PA off. <laughs> like ah, that's a hard stance on yeah. that. No, there is. There's definitely the trigger songs where it just it's just some you they're too browbeaten they can't hear the frequency and I'm always hearing it late to the game anyway. I'm like, guess what? The song is pretty good. Just, Shut the fuck up! <laughs> don't, don't mention it. All right. Uh, there's also something with like when I I I take pride in being able to get a bar going too. Like as much as you can go in there and be a touch tunes terrorist, Ooh. putting stuff on and like yeah yeah and, and like kind of being DJ for a half an hour. Is fun if you can get people not in their head and like it's not like up standing up and dancing, but you can tell people are enjoying it. I, I love doing that. How much would you? I thought, how much would you enjoy? Like, you go to a wedding and a good yeah. DJ, he's gonna play some of the staples, he's yeah. gonna surprise you, but then you know, you're in like the cool guy bar and everybody's mm-hmm. having their drinks and their whiskey and like, all right, we're good, Cro-Mags, we're gonna listen to some Cro-Mags. And if somebody was just like, nah, I'm gonna put on Shout. <laughs> and then you just watched everybody like yeah why are we taking ourselves so seriously like, yeah and you just straight up wedding dj yeah. like the diviest bar and i bet you get more people be like thank god i'm sick of trying to be this dude right sick of trying yeah, to be like, all swinging fists well, circle pit and I, just, I mean yeah. no, no so the the playlist that you have at old 86 is very good but mm-hmm. the other night you had don henley on the playlist and I wasn't expecting that there. Ooh, but I was it, also uh, like, I'm kind of happy to hear Don Henley right now. Boys like, of Summer. Boys of Summer. Boys, no, he okay, said Boys of Summer. Yeah. Right. I did yeah. mix it up with Brian Adams because that's how drunk I was. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> that's, uh, not, that's not too far. No, yeah. the, the whole thing is basically like I wanted to, I hate using this word, curate a playlist where like mm-hmm. people aren't screaming into each other's ears when they're talking yeah. and no one's going to get up and leave because something's that terrible. Did you make, you made a bar for middle-aged people? Mm-hmm. If you're 35 years old, <laughs> that, yeah. yeah, and you used to be in a band, uh, come on down. Yeah. The music will not be very loud. Uh, yeah, but the thing is, I have seen people. <laughs> like, Notice, like I literally walk. We have a Macintosh app. I'll walk over at certain times. I was like, it's just a, it was a little too. It's like, just, a little I can't. Yeah. I'm trying to talk. You know. Here, here's the the level Code I like the details of me refinancing my mortgage. Right? <laughs> I can't really hear. No, nobody <laughs> in there's got a mortgage. Pretty much, <laughs> except the owner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, not even yeah. you. No, not even me. <laughs> but. Uh, it's it's a it's a great bar. I like the I park myself at the machine the game the what's it called the, the erotic photo hunt. Yeah, game is what but I it's got it. all the games. So no, like, I just yeah, the first the first month it was all about the erotic photo erotic hunt. But like now I'm, I've moved on to like I've got specific games and rivalries with different people that go to the bar and like I'll 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 go and check my games, see if anybody's beat my score, and then if they have, I'll have to try and get back on top. Okay. But yeah, it's like it's it's a people love that shit. Dude, it's things the best. to do. Yeah, yeah. You got, uh, things to accomplish. Yeah, is it the erotic photo hunt? Is the old, like real pixelated? Yeah, it's Old like school one. It's yeah. like every chick you watched on vivid video DVDs, yeah. pictures of them in the like 1997. Oh, it's not like the actual digital eight bit naked lady. No, 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 no. no. It's, it's, it's like real naked yeah, ladies. It's, yeah, it's uh, that machine probably was built like 96, 97. It wasn't it's like cool. Like yeah. like what was it? Lizard Larry's. Oh, oh, Leisure Suit Larry. Leisure, Leisure that, Suit Larry, that series yeah. of it was video games, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, Commodore sixty four. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sexual no, adventure storytelling right. games before 28k modems were a thing. Yeah, it's the only way you could just see like some naked chicks. But no, this is just like the you know the it's got like the Vegas lighting yeah. frame and it's just like a bar oh it's game. the best. I love People that park thing. themselves in front yeah. of the thing. That's yeah. like I'll 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 be headed home from the radio show and I'll be like, all right, I got an hour before I have to really be anywhere or do anything. I'm gonna stop in, have one drink, and play this uh, bowling game where you're a polar bear and you have to knock down penguins. And I'll play it. F- <laughs> and I like, I've I've done a lot in my life, but the thing that I'm most proud of uh, in the past year is I uh, got a 296. I was four pins away from getting a perfect game on that. All right. And I was just like, everybody, check this out. And they're like, oh, good for you. Like I, they definitely treated me like I was special, but like. <laughs> <laughs> like I was proud of it, and I'm gonna get that 300. I'm gonna get that 300. Bill needs this. Don't make fun of him. Yeah, don't, just no, let I'll, him have it. Like I'll watch. There's never those seats are never empty at the bar. I'm yeah. not saying the bar is always packed, but the the seats in front of that game are always occupied. But I also try to be respectful and like treat it like a treadmill. 
where like, like an eighties arcade where yeah. it's like, you've had your turn. Yeah, I got, yeah. I, oh, like, like when it's busy. I'm like in my head, I'm like, you wipe it off after you're yeah. done. <laughs> well, that too. <laughs> it was a like hearty game of erotic photo hunt. Let me get a wet wipe yeah. over here. Thirty minutes, and then I'll I'll move on if there's other people in the bar that look like they want to play it. Yeah, it's it just the whole thing makes me feel like even more of a degenerate alcoholic because I'm just like I go I don't the activity is like sitting in front of me at the bar just mm-hmm. just throwing them back but we also have a cigarette machine that's my favorite video game we have so like <laughs> you could literally c- buy cigarettes you old know? school cigarette machines what yeah. what are cigarettes in the cigarette machine oh a tidy fifteen dollars. <laughs> People buy heaters there, man. They... I, I, I used to smoke. I, I remember just being the fuck. You gotta be kidding me! All <laughs> <laughs> right, you sons of. <laughs> I've never smoked in my life, so like when we when we installed it and it was like said fifteen bucks, I go, uh, that's I guess what they cost now. But yeah, we don't make any money off that. It's just the operator of the gaming company put it in there. Yeah, yeah. but hey, they're moving. I. I see someone by at least every week. Uh, I see someone. We're just there go up there and say fifteen, and then <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what do you have? Do you have? Uh, are you gonna have theme nights at the bar? You're gonna do like uh, we want to do, some... do Halloween. Sopranos rave. Sopranos rave. Halloween party definitely. We're just trying as hard as possible to just let it be a bar. Like we're never gonna do like activity nights and trivia nights. Like That's, we really uh, want the whole thing to be able to float. As a corner dive yeah. bar, yeah. but but yeah, Sopranos rave kind of a, a, a need we need to. have. That might All be right. like more like one of our birthdays or something where we just make it Sopranos theme that night. Just yeah, I mean we'll... we we went to a Shrek rave, a very <laughs> corporate Shrek rave at House of Blues. Corporate Shrek rave, yeah, dude. <laughs> well, like like a rave never has to be like wrapped by ten thirty p.m. So there was something that. going on over there Thursday night, and they were pouring out. And there was, was but probably, it was like a techno party at yeah. the House of Blues. Yeah, it's, like, they they just do those. They I mean, do a they lot of that stuff, out. and yeah. they they pack it out, and people. And it was it was a good time. Like we we had a, a you know we we went over there. We we did a podcast before and a podcast right after, and so it was uh, good people watching. And but it did you do drugs at the Shrek? No, we didn't do any drugs. That's the problem. We got it. Couldn't we, have. Yeah. I had more than enough nerds in my DMs. Be like, oh, actually, you, that's not a rave. And I was like, yeah. calm down. I was like, it's, that's why we're calling it the corporate Shrek rave. Hey, they called it Shrek rave. What yeah. am I going to call it? A Shrek electronic music co- concert. Yeah. So what? The, so it was just like people dressed up and like it's similar to the. But the music wasn't all Shrek. No. It was like a DJ playing like the dubstep, like technofied, whatever. And then, and then like, once in a while they'll put a Shrek thing in there, and they all have like <laughs> weird, trippy Shrek videos, uh, dancing behind them and stuff like that. It was honestly like, like genius because like I just thought there'd be a guy in like a high quality felt Shrek costume on stage, yeah, and literally a dude that looked like just a wook from any festival would come on stage with like a broomstick and then a rubber Shrek mask on the head of the mop. And would wave it around, and everyone would lose their fucking minds. That's and I all go, you need. I go. They spent three hundred dollars to put this show on. It's a they, simple group. It's a simple they, group. Yeah, they're there to enjoy it. <laughs> no, that was the thing is everybody knew it was stupid as shit, yeah. and everyone yeah. made the decision to have a great time at it, and yeah. that's what I appreciate. Sometimes like, all it takes is like the conscious decision of like I could be shitty about this right now, or I could just look at the other people, like the like the Mario Brothers pub crawl. Yeah. I'm like. I, I had this thought. I'm like, I only like drunk people when they're my friends. I don't like drunk people anymore. <laughs> and I'm like, well, then that's my fault for sitting and having lunch in a bar. Mm-hmm. I should be happy for these mm-hmm. 25-year-olds that are just, well, and just that's also- liquored to the gills, wearing mushroom hats and yeah. stuff. I'm like, yeah, go live your life. Gen Z's got a level of not giving a fuck that hasn't been seen before. Yeah, because- the world's kind of shit, so, yeah, like, what's, so- what's, what are you going to worry about? Right, so they're just like- Okay, well, it's one o'clock on a Saturday. I'm gonna dress up like one of my favorite uh, video game characters mm-hmm. and get wasted with my friends. Like, what's wrong with that? Like, as much as we fucking make fun of them, but like, all those Shrek, all the people that love at that Shrek rave, they were all in costume. They were all probably 25 and under. Oh they were, yeah, they were having a blast. That was that and, was a very young crowd. Like, and I but don't he, think that would have been the. It. I feel like when I was 25, it was very hard to get anybody to bite on a theme. No, well, yeah. I mean, I was uh, like a trend the, was the one punk thing. scene was a pretty hard theme. You had to really but that was put like that. A, you had to put that costume on every day, but, right? But that was that was a trend, <laughs> and it was. I mean, it, 
that was looking like, back, that it's was definitely Warped that. Tour. And, yeah, yeah, I mean, we're go. a little older, but like, yeah, Warp Tour and going to punk shows, that was the theme. That was like, you were too busy trying, pretending you were cool. Yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly. Very much so. Irony wasn't really like a thing and you know, in the 2000s. Even and back the, in like the, yeah. the 80s nights yeah. that they do in the mid 2000s, nope, like people would go to it and they dance, but they wouldn't, you wouldn't see a lot of people like dressing up. But now I think people are like, oh, we can dress them. And the social media probably plays into that, too, because if you the harder you go at it, the more people are going to like your photos and comment and be like, oh, that looks like you had so much fun. So yeah. that probably plays into it a lot. I, I am grateful for having like had part of my life before you had to document what you were doing yeah. to prove to the world you enjoyed yourself. But there was like you're talking about irony, like. There was a hair metal cover band in the mid to late 90s. So really only nine years, ten years off of the actual scene. You could tell there were musicians from that era mm-hmm. that were like, well, we still play this music and maybe Was this some- in L.A.? No, this was in Chicago. Oh, okay. Pretty much just the suburbs, too. They're called Posen instead of Poison. They still had the same. <laughs> the hair was real. They just yeah. had burnt, fried out, crispy hair. Yeah. The, the outfits were just shit they had hung on to. Mm-hmm. So it's like a genuine, they just generally they, wanted to play hair play, metal. Yeah, and... they played covers. And me and my friend, like, I was still, like, I was, you know, 9 or 10 or 11, but that's what I grew up on, truly, was yeah. that era of music when I was, like, in junior high. And we'd go, and we, that was for all the punk shows and all yeah. ages and basement shows. And, and grunge this and, that. and all that stuff, yeah. All the stuff, I think that's what we spent going every week at all these all ages shows. The most fun, some of the most fun was going to see these dudes that were like thirty-five, looking at twenty-year-olds, like, "What you, you want to hear Tesla? Yeah, we know. Yeah, we know Tesla. Yeah, we'll play you some Tesla." And they're like, "All right, I think they think we're cool." We're like, "No, we don't think that. We're just having a real good time." Yeah, don't go there. Don't get yeah, carried yeah, away. Yeah, just like, don't, don't, don't hit on the girls, guys. Just play you know, Kickstart my heart. Just yeah, play, you're just creeping go. out the chicks. If you, yeah, don't talk to the ladies. Just do the do the songs. But we do like the songs a lot. But those guys paved the way because now that mm-hmm. is a legit way where cover bands that are doing stuff like there's a band called 1984 mm-hmm. that's this. Uh, cover band that books giant shows and, like has huge following. Oh yeah, and that like that's I'm friends with one of the guys in the band and like he makes a great living getting the cover and he's, band. He's, he's playing industry. someone else's songs, but he's up there being oh, a rock star. Every I night. know some of them are like yeah, like that. They're they're trying to do their own music, yeah. but their money gig yeah. is to be in these tribute bands. Yeah. and that's like I would go see them. I live with my parents in the Addison, Illinois, in the bar like. Anytime a Canadian tribute band would come through, because like the Canadian ones are the best, because a lot of times the bigger bands couldn't tour Canada because yeah. like legal issues or something, so the tribute bands from Canada had to just go for it. Yeah. So like the Canadian Guns and Roses tribute band came through, <laughs> and they had they did the outfit changes from Appetite to Destruction to Use Your Illusion. Yeah. And it's like for thirty people. Yeah. Like I got stoned <laughs> with Canadian Slash in the bathroom. <laughs> I'm like this rules. Like the show was so good. It's thirty just drunks that are like waiting for him to finish so they could watch like a Blackhawks game or something. I'm like, this is the greatest thing that's ever happened to this town, you losers. It's Canadian Slash is here. Show some respect. Well, and all those bands are get becoming cover bands themselves now because it's just a franchise where you know foreigners mm-hmm. come in to blossom on Monday, and uh, there's I think maybe one member that's been in the band over ten years. Like that's it's, fu- it, funny enough, I got here Thursday. I was walking through the little stretch, and I, the fellow from Bare Naked Ladies said hi to me. Oh, dude, I saw him last night. <laughs> yeah, God damn it, He's I want to like, meet him. Hey, man, it's Ed from Bare Naked Ladies. I'm coming to see your show. I'm like, okay, that's cool, man. Fuck. <laughs> like, Bill's a huge extra? bare naked ladies I'm, fan. I'm oh, really? Yeah, I went and saw him last night. I okay. invited him to old eighty six on Instagram. We could, <laughs> there... I didn't know Kyle had the fucking the, <laughs> yeah, the inside the, track. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I met him. I I, I know I met some of the guys from the band years ago in Toronto. Yeah. And then he was just eating at the barbecue place. Like, Dude, they oh, put... God, we got a night off. We're coming to see him. I'm like, oh, that's cool. That's really cool. I uh yeah. Yeah, I saw them last night and they put on a fucking fantastic show and uh so they their openers were Del Amitri, who I didn't know was a roll with me. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, now we're in the roll, wheelhouse. Yeah, <laughs> and they 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 were great, but like it's so funny. Like I didn't realize they've been a band for forty years. Like they've been around for a Del long Amitri? time. Yeah, that's not a guy. It's not a guy. It's a it's a <laughs> it's like uh, Latin. Uh, yeah, so, yeah. yeah I I don't, know, I don't, buddy Del. <laughs> I thought it was it's that. pictured like a Greek fella. Yeah, and then uh, <laughs> but they're Scottish and 
They were good. Scottish. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right. I know their songs. They're way off about all the other details. <laughs> they're, they're full of surprises. <laughs> uh, and then Five for Fighting, and it was basically a liberal country concert where they yeah. did a song for the troops, but it was like the liberal yeah. side of for the you troops. You shouldn't have to do this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And they have a song. College should just be free so you're not resorted to <laughs> He's this. got a song uh, where they, they filmed it in Ukraine after the like first bombings and it's called can one man save the world and it's like kind of uh a tribute to uh what's that guy's the ukrainian president Zelensky. Yeah, yeah Zelensky, and like not just him but like to the ukrainian people in war in general but i thought he was saying can woman save the world and i was like man that's pandering <laughs> real hard like <laughs> like that's a real i'm like i don't i don't know if uh, this one's but, on you chicks yeah <laughs> He's like, men have been in charge long enough. Nay, a woman should be in charge after all. But, was this uh, Five for Fighting had these songs? Yeah, that was their songs. And then uh, Bare Naked Ladies. Uh, then Five for Fighting also did Bohemian Rhapsody and like got tall like, order. That is a tall order, but he can pull it. He's got he's got some. Uh, he, he can I don't sing. know if Five for Fight. I don't know. That. Uh, Hundred Years to Live. Yeah, you, if, if you heard, he'd be like, oh. There was an alternative I've, rock radio yeah. that yeah. really started to blend in. Yeah. That's all. I recognize those names just from Columbia stuff, House and BMG yeah. CD yeah. clubs. But I never, I couldn't tell you Dylan. Being a, a Mormon, that was the stuff that we could get away with listening, like Five for Fighting. Oh, that, that was your bad boy? Yeah. That was your bad boy rock? Well, that wasn't even bad, but it was just like I could have that on in my, I know that my mom wouldn't be like, this seems a little much. Like it was, you know. <laughs> Is was, everybody yeah. still Mormon? Uh, just my parents my oldest brother yeah my there's four five kids in our family and they've all left the church except my oldest brother okay so, mormon here or utah mormon uh, i was mormon here from the source okay yeah it was, yeah like the lineage goes back to utah days but my uh grandpa was in the fbi fbi and he was assigned here so my dad grew up here and stuff he was a mormon fbi agent. yeah yeah. That's wild. And then he was the head of security for uh, can't Sherwin can't hear Williams. the microphone that you've hidden because it's rubbing up against the special underwear. <laughs> <laughs> it's too That's bris- what makes some magic. <laughs> the wire's too bristling <laughs> around your burlap sack that keeps your genitals from being in Jesus' sight. I don't know how it works. Take a shot at I don't remember anymore. I go to Utah. My girlfriend's got family there. And yeah. I, I, love the, I love the Mormon liquor stores. I've, I've never been to one because they're all city run. Because yeah. we're talking about alcohol, like how to market yeah. stuff, and they take away any marketing. So you go in, they can't refrigerate it, oh. and it's just like a sign that says whiskey and whiskey's underneath it, yeah. vodka and vodka. I'm like, this is great. Yeah, it's not all like f- chips and naked yeah. lady billboards and stuff. Right. Like I can find exactly what I want. Well, yeah, that is a pure experience. <laughs> it really, it's like you're actually making it easier for me <laughs> to find what I want. But they won't sell. They can't sell anything else in the liquor store. They can't sell ice. They can't sell anything to help you consume. Okay, because like me. my girlfriend's getting wine. She's like, "Do you have wine openers?" And Lee's like, "I can't sell you wine openers to help you because that would help you open the wine." She's like, "Yeah, but this bottle's a screw top." And the lady's like, "I know." She's <laughs> like, "It's pretty stupid." <laughs> well, uh, is there a state I, where liquor laws aren't completely insane? Like where like they just like we know you need to drink this here. I don't uh, know. Indiana, I would say, is pretty wild because you can go to Target and get all the liquor you want, and they don't have like. Like there's no separation there. There's no just, separation. They yeah, don't, you don't have to go to a liquor store. Illinois is the same way. Yeah, I don't. I, yeah. I think there was. I think there might have been an hour at night where they won't sell it past. Yeah. Like midnight or something. But uh, Ohio's got some. Like nothing's worse when you're up on a Sunday morning, and you're like going tailgating or doing something stupid, and they're like, mm-hmm. "Oh, we can't sell liquor till after ten oh, o'clock." Yeah. And you're like, "What the fuck? That's so stupid." I was laughing like all the weed like New York has legal weed now and it's funny because they just can't keep up they yeah i don't, don't know what's legal and what's not as mm-hmm. far as the shops and i went like there's one shop and then there's just a guy with a van that says like i sell weed too <laughs> and he's just got his van in front of the weed shop like usurping their customers that's amazing <laughs> like, i just got a van full of weed are you uh, <laughs> and a real big dude standing next to it so don't try any crazy shit are you uh, much of a weed guy or no i'm, I'm not, like i'm cool with it but i'm not yeah I, i've gotten more into it in the past uh couple months just uh going to worked in michigan buying it recreationally Mm because one thing that i always hated about weed was dealing with the people that were selling it yeah yeah. i i I don't like it's very much the the people that 
want to come in and smoke some of your weed with you and and I'm like I don't want to do any of that. Yeah. I don't like that. I don't like the social aspects. I don't like the culture yeah. of weed or like I I just want to get a little bit high. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be the highest person that's ever lived. I just want a very little, much so. I want I want the show that I'm watching to be a little bit funnier. Yeah. That's all I want. <laughs> that was yeah, people don't understand like weed droughts and everything yeah. and I remember my buddy had a townhouse and we would it was like just a just like a nice memory that I had where it was like middle of winter, just shitty Chicago winter, mm-hmm. and we're like, you know what? We're gonna have the most fun day. We're gonna watch Lilo and Stitch, and we're gonna get Hawaiian pizza, and we're like, we're gonna do all like the tropical things we could do. We're gonna smoke weed, and then we're gonna like drink fun drinks. Mm-hmm. And he was growing in the basement of his townhouse, ballsy move. Uh, but so he just had one room with plants and sun lamps. Yeah. So he went and sat down there on lawn chairs. And but he was still selling too. And so some guy came to the door at one point. We're just high as shit with like fruity drinks and Lilo and Stitch. And just some like just a guy, a customer came in and was like, "Yeah, I just want to get a." <laughs> what the fuck y'all getting into around here? Right? <laughs> What's going on in well, here, Jimmy man? Jimmy Buffett skipped us this yeah. year, so we, we're doing. We made sure that guy did not want to hang out with us. Like, Here's your stuff. Have a good day. Drive safe. It's a slippery one out there. Uh, where Where's your favorite? Like, and I know you've kind of slowed down a lot with the the drinking and uh, stuff, but yeah, what what city when you'd get there would it be like the one you're like, oh shit. Like other than, I mean, Chicago. Course where you're from, but like Chicago still kind of still kind of gets on now. I think I remember showing up to Minneapolis in a snowstorm, and they're like, like I'm parking at my buddy's house. He's like, as soon as we're done shoveling, everybody's walk. We're gonna go drink, drink, and I'm like, I love this. Yeah, it was like the middle of a snowstorm, and we just pulled up to a bar and just got wasted. That was kind of that was the vibe in Chicago too. Of like, yeah. you, if you made it to yeah. the bar yeah. in a hor- in horrible weather, everybody in there. It's like, oh, we're all best friends now. Yeah, because yeah. we did this together. Right, and that was and like, it was like also like the thing of like I love the we got work to do first. We got to shovel all these walks. Yeah, yeah, so that these old people can you know get to the pharmacy. Karmically, we will ensure yeah, some but, goodwill. Exactly, like, and that's <laughs> really what it was. It wasn't anything other than <laughs> just like uh, we need we need something to justify the bad things we're gonna do. I, I believe in that kind of spiritual yeah. economy, though. Yeah. Uh, I might be a. I might say some shitty things tonight. Let me do the nice thing now. Let me try and balance. Let me throw some balance in the universe. I'm mm-hmm. all right with that. Yeah. I was. I mean, I feel like Midwest I, towns. Are Midwest, wind. yeah, and it's it, it's. I don't know. It's like because in the summer it's celebratory. Like it's finally yeah. nice out. We gotta get dry. I mean, yeah. Anywhere in Wisconsin's always fun. Oh man, I've had some good times in Wisconsin. I mean, it's it's all the obvious. Madison is one of the. Madison's oh, yeah. one of those towns. Madison, I like Milwaukee because it feels like the retirement community for yeah. Chicago drunks, like where you're like, oh, I, I want to keep hanging out in bars, but yeah. everybody's still 25 here, yeah. and I need to be around people my own age. Yeah. So you go, like, Milwaukee's the Del Webb sun city of <laughs> alcoholism. <laughs> Indianapolis is a good one, too. I, I've had some good times there. Yeah, I really haven't Yeah, I really haven't put the screws to Indianapolis. I, I mean, New Orleans is, like, obvious, yeah. but it's also if you go with, like, Never I go with been. Sean Patton, Who's from there, and so he knows little sneaky spots like during the day, and so you're not doing the maniac at night stuff. Ooh, that sounds like a good sliding around. That would be a good time hanging out with Sean Patton in uh, New Orleans. Sean I, yeah, I've never been to New Orleans. Him, him oh, in New Orleans man. doing his New Orleans accent is one of the most preposterous things. You could <laughs> <laughs> Who are you gonna get on Orleans? Like, I'm like, you're not even making up words. Like, you don't even know what this accent is anymore. Like, how are you gonna tell me? I don't know what I'm at. <laughs> But I don't know, I, everywhere, I, like, it's hard to pick because, yeah, I mean, it really is, like, the company of who you're with. Yeah. And like, shit, man. It's, I, there was, I had some most fun that sounds pretentious because it's international. Yeah. But, like, Seoul, South Korea. Uh-huh. Because I went and did comedy out there, and the two guys that, like, ran, they had so many people that went there to teach English. Yeah. That they have, like, you know, like, you've got Chinatown in the city here. They have America Town. That's how many people are out there speaking English. Yeah. I have and, a cousin that went and did that. Okay, yeah. yeah. And so to drink, because the Koreans will drink, like, it's one of those, we're off work, and I will be blackout drunk in a half hour. Yeah. And I would go with my buddy Jeff, who is six seven, I think, and he would just, like, benign Godzilla would just pick up <laughs> little Koreans and move them out of the way if we were trying to get through a crowd, yeah. which is gently... Yeah, and they were just like, oh, they, just, they had, they loved it. 
I mean, by today's standards, it's probably pretty rude or something. Yeah, but it sounds but they're amazing. Always like, yeah. I'm like, look at him. And he's like, I'm going to move you over here because i got to get to that bar. And that was... Uh, when when that, was that? When did you go to the show? was 10 years ago or yeah, so. Yeah, that's, that's cool. I'd been out there a few times. But that, that was like... Because it, it didn't feel dangerous. It didn't feel like you were ever going to wander into a dangerous spot in the mm-hmm. city. And... But mix that with knowing nothing, not reading signs or anything. So I would take a business card from a hotel. Yeah. So if I got drunk, I can go in a cab and say yeah. here. And then just wander that into wherever. That is a wherever. fucking pro move. Yeah. That is such a, that is, oh, I, I mean, that was before, like, phones were working, yeah. especially overseas. So just, you know, get a business card from the hotel yeah. so you could have your, cab if lost, bad. please return what, to. What were, I mean, I know it's 10 years, but I feel like Korea is close to the same price or is it more expensive? I, I, I wasn't paying attention to yeah. that. I kind of had it out of my head. I mean, the shows, the first year I went there, the shows were, on, like, in the red light district. Yeah. And it was on, they called it Hooker Hill. You go up, <laughs> you go left, it's ladies. You go right, it's fellas. Yeah. And it was and just, like, straight, it, it's lady boys. It, 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 well, that was the fellas. The fellas yeah, yeah. But that was kind of, like, also the part of, like, this very repressed culture. Mm-hmm. Down the hill, like it was like, oh, it's so clean. Everybody's playing. I'm like, oh, you even got like glass doors on the yeah. subway yeah. instead of just open with the train. I'm like, it's so nice. It keeps it clean. I'm like, oh, that's to stop people from jumping in front of the train. I'm like, Oof. okay, all right. Yeah. And it's quiet. It's all quiet time. They'll shush you on the subway. But then you get up there. Yeah. I'm like, oh, this is the and they get Hooker Hill. There's just some woman smoking on a doorstep. Like, look at you. You look like Willie Nelson. I'm like, <laughs> I look nothing like Willie Nelson. I'm just a white guy with facial hair. But then it was like, oh, that's just all raucous and everybody's yeah. drunk and everybody's having a good time. And like, I mean, it wasn't even, I wasn't participating in any of that yeah. activity, but the ladies were just like, they were laughing with everybody. It was like all just good vibes. I was like, that was a fun, fun place to go drink. That sounds. That makes me want to travel. Uh, I don't. Traveling's great. Traveling I, is great, but it, it's got to be you know. There's good traveling and there's bad traveling, obviously, and like some. So, mm-hmm. I got really turned off to traveling when my kids were younger. Yeah, because traveling with your kids, like it's fun, but it's so fucking stressful. Yeah, it's worse with another mm-hmm. event, like another adult, or like just like something like without having to take care of somebody. Yeah. Traveling is the best. Yeah, but when it's it's you know you have to. Uh, <laughs> plan activities. I don't like activities that like I like activities. I don't, I don't like, like uh, itinerary, but I don't. Agenda. I don't want to do all. Like I don't want to go to five museums on a trip. I want to go to maybe mm-hmm. one, and then like maybe you know, go on a bike ride or see the countryside. But I don't. I don't want to be my entire trip. What have you done with your kids that you've been surprised that it was fun for you too? Um, oh, let's see. That's a good question. Not one thing. No. You ever, uh, like, you ever done like a no. Disney World or something? Uh, we we've done like uh, we never did Disney World, and uh, we were too poor for that. As as a as yeah. a childless person, I did yeah. go to Disneyland a few years back. As an adult, and as an adult, and it not only was the park a great time, yeah, but there's that moment at about five p.m. where the parents of small childrens ha- have been there all day, yeah, and they're done. Yeah. The kids are the kids have just been in the sun mm-hmm. and they're sugar crashing. And watching that breakdown was just as good as one of the rides. I'll tell you what, as grimy as they are, indoor water parks with the kids. Especially in the fucking winter <laughs> when you when you can't like there's nothing <laughs> they need more than to just feel yeah. <laughs> like they can just run around like maniacs. Indoor water parks, like everybody gets sick. You're gonna yeah. get sick. You take you you just know going in, okay, we are going into this cesspool. It feels like microdosing a cruise. Yeah, it's it <laughs> really this, is. This this biodome yeah. where we're creating new diseases. <laughs> My buddy went to one of those with his kids, yeah. the same thing, yeah. like winter time. He's like, he wears glasses. So he yeah. was you know, he's all sweating around. He finally put his glasses on. He's like, everybody out of the pool. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it was just band-aids. And yeah. Cheetos floating yeah, there, around. There's like, no every, amount of chlorine that's gonna like, save you. Everybody out, we're going home. <laughs> but anything like that, when I would get them to do something they were scared to do, like you know, not forcing them, but like, like watching a little kid work up their courage because they think yeah. they're gonna go on this water slide and they're gonna die, or they're gonna go in the ocean and a shark's gonna bite them, and like those are the things that uh, really made me proud. And I remember my youngest. Uh, we'd go during the summer. We'd go to the pool, and they'd take swim lessons. Mm-hmm. And my youngest, uh, he, 
one, he was the first one to pass the swim test, okay. and it drove his older sister fucking bananas because she's like, how he's only six and he passed the swim test and I'm eight. How is that possible? Like, is that even like, like it was a like, competition? Yeah. So then, then she she passed it really that and uh, but like that first time he got to go on the diving board and the slide that. She couldn't go on because she hadn't passed the test. Oh, was like his most triumphant moment I think I've ever like. Like he w- he didn't even want to go on the yeah. slide. He was terrified, but he's like, I got to do it because Skyler can't. Yeah, <laughs> savor it, little yeah. man. Yeah, and then uh, like the uh, camping was always fun. Like camping with kids was like when, when they were little kids was fun. Now oh, that they're oh, all like they adults, now, they're, they? they're 24, 22. Oh, no kidding. 20, oh, yeah. oh, okay. Because okay. I, I, I'm a stepdad, and like they've been my kids for like okay. the past 15 years. So yeah. like I came in a little late. Uh, but they're, uh, yeah, now they're all grown up. And so now I resent the fact that they can't help because they can help, but they don't. <laughs> 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 so, uh, but they, they all still like going camping. And so I'm also like gotten to the point where I, I need a actual bed and air conditioning if i'm gonna sleep somewhere yeah the tent stuff's kind of tough yeah it gets uh there's a time and place for it but i just uh i i haven't uh, felt the need in a while I used, well back to the drinking thing i used to get to the point like oh i'm gonna drink so much i am gonna sleep for a long period yeah. of time it's like now if i drink a lot i'm like i'm gonna be up in three hours yeah and yeah, that's yeah. what sucks oh yeah. booze sleep yeah, yeah. Mm. it's gone the other way We're yeah like, oh, you're up yeah i can't sleep yeah that's I, I, that's, I, that's been an incentive to slow it down too mine's like mine goes terrible. every other way like sometimes i can sleep and i'll get that 12 hours like i like yeah and but a lot of times it's at like four or five and yeah that's where it's at permanently permanently for me and like i want to really lock into that that goods i want to find it that's my that's I, my search for jesus now is just unlocking eight hours of sleep a night just says <laughs> somebody I do think I gotta that, start praying to get it. I'll start. I do think we should go back to like we should have a pandemic month, uh, once a year. I think like from like February, like just February, like just treat it like the pandemic. That that'd be a good month to shut it all down. Yeah, like yeah. everybody should just have to like. There's a curfew. Mm-hmm. Can't stay out past 10 p.m. Uh, if you go out, you can't like nothing can be full capacity. Uh, but mostly just stay home and yeah. and uh, take it easy in February. Let's just treat February as pandemic month every year. I generally take I, good um, care of myself, but early pandemic. And we'll move Black History yeah. Month to March. Uh, <laughs> Longer month. Longer yeah, month. Yeah. I deserve it. It makes sense. You know, St. Patrick's Day, we'll bump that to April or something. Yeah. No, but like, yeah, yeah. early pandemic, like, no bars and restaurants were open. And I don't drink alone, so I wasn't yeah. drinking. And there's I would just be, like, walking and working out every day. And I was, like, in the best shape of my life. Yeah. Getting like 12 hours of sleep a night cuz what the fuck else are you going to do? So yeah, same thing. Like, oh yeah, there's nothing there's nothing open. Mm-hmm. I'm in Oregon, so the sun's going to come up at 9:30 a.m. <laughs> and go down at 4:30 p.m. Oh, is that is that is that a thing? It's yeah, it in the winter months it's it pretty harsh down there. Yeah, I mean that's really not too much dissimilar from Cleveland. Yeah. Yeah, in the winter mm-hmm. it's 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 the 4:30 sunset in Cleveland. Is oh, it gets bad. It's like bad. so, I wasn't getting out of bed. Like, I was just laying around. I, I, I got depressed to the point. I'm like, what's what's even? I'm just gonna lay down on the couch, come back to the bed. But that first, I would say the first two weeks of the pandemic for me was so fun because it was like, okay, I can't do anything. My mm-hmm. uh, girlfriend at the time was, she was like, how am I gonna? I'm like, don't worry about that. We're mm-hmm. gonna drink whiskey and we're gonna uh, get Uber Eats because we're helping. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I'm and, keeping the economy afloat. Exactly, and so we did, and uh, we we were we we had a we went on a little uh, vacation. We stayed at my parents' house for a weekend, and like just had fires and drank there, and then like got on Zoom mm-hmm. calls with everybody, and like like those. I should probably do that more, like with my close friends. And just get together, like, because I got a bunch of friends in New York and a bunch of friends in L.A. And, like, uh, when we jump on those for, like, 15 minutes, it's fun. Yeah, that's what I, – I remember that early part, and it was fun, too, because my girlfriend was talking about, like, remember we used to just sit in the yard at the fire pit and just have drinks? It's like, yeah, because there was no obligations. Like, yeah. life is happening now. I would re- – I resent a Zoom yeah. now. Yeah. I don't see anybody on a Zoom. No, because no, you're not staring at your own dumb face. Like, me, maybe this says more about me. I just end up staring at my own dumb face the whole time. You can <laughs> shut that off. Oh, well, why would I want to? <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say he's like, well, I had it full size. <laughs> so. That said, something a little different. I remember I was 
This one you weren't. We just all thought that uh, COVID was airborne and everyone was going to die. So my parents FaceTimed me, and I had I was so lazy. I had an iPad set up on the hospital rolling cart thing, so yeah. I could just lay there and stare at the FaceTime <laughs> you know, thing. Mm-hmm. So then I'm like, I'm on my phone with my parents, and my dad sees the iPad on the thing. In my fucking my at the time he was 64. Mm-hmm. He just goes, mm-hmm. "What do you use that for? OnlyFans?" And I go. <laughs> How do you know what that is, Dad, who's only ever banged my mom ever, that has a green bubble phone? Like, what According are we doing to here? the history that I've written. <laughs> well, they were they high school sweethearts, so it's not to get too deep in their business. It's very possible. Oh. Well, that's that's sweet on them. Yeah, well, this, this one took a weird horny turn. We still do a family Zoom on Mondays because well, that's, that's what we got used to, and it has been three years, and... Uh, at least, uh, I'd say a good 60% of each one is my mom still figuring out how Zoom works. <laughs> well, you guys are spread out across the country. Yeah. But that's not the point. The point is that she's had three years. <laughs> and she should know how to work it's it like, right Well, now. The, the audio, well, I can't see you, but I can't see you. Like, if I can't, can you hear me? I can't see you. And then she's like, I got a new iPad. I'm like, well, now we're back at square one. <laughs> now we're starting all over because now I think she could sit on a porch and smoke cigarettes and figure out Zoom. Mm-hmm. We're doomed. Uh, before we go, uh, I just want to say I really enjoyed the past. I mean, all your special, but the latest one mm-hmm. was fucking brilliant. Oh, thanks, man. Uh, really uh, enjoyed it. Can't wait to see the new stuff you're working on. I've heard great things from from Pants and from Joe and everybody. Ah. Uh, but like, what's that that process like when you finish that hour and then you go, oh, I got do another hour <laughs> like how how how's that organically does that happen for you how much pressure do you feel to to put that all together I, I it's it's less like here's the hour that i'm doing and once mm-hmm. it's recorded i have to write it's it's all in it's it's like a coral reef it's yeah. all expanding and shrinking in different areas at the same time so the hour is like well this is this chunk that works yeah. for an hour because that came out and uh, end of March. Yeah, and I got I'm doing another one in a couple in September. Just because I had you had so that much. Ready I, to go. I recorded yeah. something in the beginning of 2019, mm-hmm. and then I recorded this last one last year. So that was three years. Yeah, three years of writing material. I've already got a lot of stuff. Yeah. that last hour was whatever that last hour was. This is still remnants of that stories from that. But it's not. I just I still really like doing comedy. So no, me too, I man. like. Writing new stuff, yeah. and if it fails, figure it out. So that, that's what keeps, yeah, more material well, coming. And that's what I. One of my favorite things about comedy is when you have something that you're like, I know this is good. I don't know how to make it good, but I'll figure it out. And like that yeah. process of adding and taking away and editing, and and when you finally get it to start really humming, then you're like, oh man, this is this is really, and you're like excited to go on stage. And tell these stories and tell and like you know this part coming up is like just really you know it, it, it kind of you slide it in there and then takes people a little bit to get yeah. it yeah I, lo- I, I love that that process and uh it's i you're legit one of the best at doing it yeah. because you make it look nice. fucking effortless and it's uh it's a joy to watch you get up there yeah, and be man. i know dude i just gotta I'm a fucking huge well fan, that's so. a, it's like once it gets to that point where it yeah. works really well yeah. then i'm like all right that one's done yeah now you gotta write another one right yeah but then I, that's I the don't fun get, again i don't get like the attraction of comedy isn't the adulation yeah it's like it's the it's, it's the, the doing it it's again. a puzzle that's yeah. never the jigsaw puzzle with no borders yeah. it's like nope i found another piece that fits here mm-hmm. oh now another piece fits here i might come up with a you know a thousand yeah. different metaphors for what stand ups like but that's what's like okay you like that one mm-hmm. now i have to know i can do it again all right well and i can that's can't. the scary part well then you want the new uh, look for Kyle Kinane in 2024 to do his uh, crowd work album <laughs> <laughs> that's why that uh... no i mean you're you're one of the best writers and just uh, so uh, don't ask me what I do for a living. You show me what you do for a living. That's yeah. what I want out of stand-up yeah. comics. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you show me what you do for a living? But you're just, uh, yeah, you're the best, man. Thanks for coming on the podcast. Oh, thanks, Thank well, Kyle. Where can people uh, watch the special? On YouTube, correct? Is YouTube's, it- it's uh, like the HBO of the future. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Shocks and struts, right? Yeah, it's annoying. Oh, I actually want to talk to you about cars a little bit. What's like if you could have any car from the past, but I'm not talking about like a fancy car. 
But oh. you get like a pristine version of a car from like, you know, the 60s, 70s, 80s. What car are you going with? A pristine ver I mean, there's obviously like cool like Firebirds yeah, and yeah. Camaros, but you know what? What I real this is an interesting question because yeah. I realize this era like there's no cars like there's an Altima yeah. going by or something. Yeah. Nothing's made that sparks any emotion. Right. But then somebody on the street where I live now, they have it's the same Toyota Corolla that my buddy has. I think it was like an '87 four door, not That's, even like the sporty one, yeah. but keeping it waxed yeah. and clean and just the fact that it's preserved. Yeah. Oh, like that looks. Dude, I saw like a, that car gets me excited. It's the, it's the most boring. Corolla had some. I had an SR5. Yeah. I had a sporty two-door mm -hmm. one. This is the boxy one. Yeah. But it's the same blue that my buddy had. It was like, oh, no, you wouldn't think any anybody would, like, take care of how everything's so disposable now. And here to see that car in the black. I like that car, yeah. Yeah, I saw a, like, a probably an 88 Buick Regal, mm -hmm. which is, like, it's a car. But, yeah. like, because it was in good shape i was like that's fucking awesome like i yeah. really like that my my one would be a chevy celebrity because nobody Ooh. nobody kept the chevy celebrity nice no. every chevy celebrity that you've seen since they like they came off the line looking shitty like i felt like they would betray that's a car car that would betray like but i washed and waxed i did yeah. all the maintenance like yep we're just done <laughs> yeah but it's just <laughs> eighty three thousand miles Ooh, yeah. i'm out Bye -bye. Like, <laughs> but that was that was my parents car that i remember from like being a little kid where they made the move from the celebrity to the the minivan, mm -hmm. where, like packing four of us into the backseat of the celebrity, and I was just like, I would love and like I remember sitting on the the console in the middle, mm -hmm. at the, and my mom just putting her arm over me, yeah, and uh, I I said uh, my first swear word in front of my mom when I was like probably four years old. I said shit, Ooh. and she's like, what? And I was like, uh, she's like, where'd you learn that? I'm like, the kids in the neighborhood, and she's like, well, don't say it. It's a bad word. I'm like, there's words that are bad. I didn't know that. Tell me more. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> like which which more. other ones? Yeah. <laughs> what other words can I say? Mm -hmm. And pronounce them correctly so I know not to say them. Right. All right. Now we'll wrap things up. Uh pants at uh, OK Pants on all his socials and the old eighty six bar on Instagram. And uh check out Kyle. He's Kyle Canane. Google. You guys know how to work stuff. For his, my name, yeah. yeah. And for as much as Kyle loathes Twitter, he's still great on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, when I tweet every three weeks. Yeah, maybe, it's that was, oh, he's still here. He can't yeah. quit it. Like yeah. none of us. He's like, we're going can. to Threads. I'm like that's Facebook. I quit <laughs> Facebook. Right. Yeah, Threads is not Threads. Not to get on the joint. It's not. The, it's just it, not. It didn't win. Yeah. It lacks. It lacks the rusty edges of Twitter yeah. that I love yeah. so much. All right, still dirty out there. Bye. Bye.